Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Conlon. So I hope everyone is enjoying walking outside maskless. <laughs> I am just very grateful that the mask mandates are loosening up because I have major mask knee right now. And frankly, it's just gross. And I'm also going to my gym again, which means I have to wear a mask when I work out. And it legit sucks. It is disgusting. And yeah. Anyway, I digress. So before I get to this week's guest, who I am very excited about, I want to give a quick shout out to the new Focus Features documentary, The Final Account, which will be out in theaters May 21st. And when I tell you this is a different and interesting Holocaust documentary, I really mean it because personally, I feel like Holocaust documentaries have been done before. I don't know why they still make them, blah, blah, blah. They just kind of leave you feeling like crap after. Um, and and this one is, is different. The filmmakers interviewed former Hitler youth, or basically men who are in their 90s now, who were six-year-old Nazis. It's totally insane. Um, And they tell the story from their account. And obviously, they're all extremely remorseful, extremely regretful. And it's it's just terrible. But it's very interesting if you'd like to watch. Again, that's Final Account, and it's out May 21st in theaters. So, speaking of what to watch, my guest this week is actor Holt McCallany, who's promoting his new film, Wrath of Man, in theaters now, which also stars Jason Statham. So let me read you um, the quick little recap about the movie. So the film follows a mysterious and wide-eyed new cash truck security guard, played by Jason Statham, who surprises his co-workers during a heist in which he unexpectedly unleashes precision skills. The crew is left wondering who he is and where he came from. So soon, the marksman's ultimate motive becomes clear as he takes dramatic and irrevocable steps to settle a score. So I watched the movie. It's really, really entertaining. Um, that that little spiel was a little weird, but it's the movie's really good. So anyway, um, back to Holt. He is just awesome. He is sexy. He is smart. He's an amazing actor. He really seems to own the screen when he is is in a film or on a show. I've noticed this about him. He really owns the room. Um, and he is extremely recognizable by his face. Now, he's been a working actor for 30 years. And when I say he's recognizable by his face, I mentioned, um, you know, his name to a few people. And they're like, oh, I'm not sure who he is. Then they looked him up and they're like, oh, they're like, of course I know who that is. So um, it's it's just funny how that happens. Now, I was actually loving him in the Netflix show Mindhunter. Uh, he stars in that with John Groff, and he plays Detective Bill Tench. And it's such a good show about these detectives who research serial killers and their motives. And it's actually on hold right now. They finished season two. It's on hold. And I was bummed about that. But it was cool that, you know, 
Holt told me himself. It's on Holt. I kind of felt special. But anyway, he is so nice, and we just had a great conversation. So here's my interview with Holt McCallum. I'm very well. Is this Lauren? Yes, this is Lauren. It's nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. Um, Are you in Manhattan right now? I'm not, but I live in Manhattan. Yes, I right knew now, that. I'm shooting something in Chicago, yeah, but I, okay. I live in Midtown. Oh, my gosh, that's so fun. I am in Midtown right now, and whenever I talk to somebody, I'm like, wait, you're in Manhattan. You should have come to the studio. But, no, I feel better that you're not in town. So, okay. Well, I would have been happy to come to the studio. I yeah, what street are you on? We're on 50th and 3rd. So I live on 55th. No, that is so yes. funny. Okay, so my college dorm was yeah. on 55th and 3rd. I don't know if that's near you, but um, there's this building called... I live on 55th between 5th and 6th. That is so funny. Still very close. But I loved... I love Midtown. I'm like a big fan. I live on the Upper East Side. So, um, you know, not too different, I guess. No, you know, look, I was a Tribeca guy for many, many years. Mm. Um, but um, I, I, you know... Uh, Without without boring you with a long story, you know, um, my my mom had a stroke, and so I decided to move okay. her in with me. But my big oh. sort of loft that I had in Tribeca was like one big empty open room, yeah. and it just wasn't a very practical space to share with an elderly person. So yes. I moved to Midtown, I was just and thinking uh, that. I just love it there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I work out at the New York Athletic Club. You oh, know, nice. uh, on on Central Park South, and yes. I walk over there, and I just yeah, I just I you know. You know, I, 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 I love that part of town. I'm close mm. to the theater district. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy. To yes, I, I, I think Midtown is perfect. You really are central to everything, and it's, and it's great. Um, so this is funny. What are, you, what are you filming right now in Chicago? I really hope that you're going to say uh, Mindhunter, but I don't know. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's not Mindhunter, but I'm, oh. I'm shooting a, a, a limited series for AMC, a really interesting show okay. called 61st Street which is about the sort of tenuous relationship between the Black Lives Matter movement and the Chicago PD. Oh. And um, I, uh, I play a dirty cop, uh, but it's a, <laughs> it's a real kind of like, uh, uh, he's a, it's a really, really, it's a really good part, a really good character. And yeah. um, I'm having a great time. I, I love Chicago. And, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, what can I tell you? I would have, I would have really, Loved to come back to do a third season of Mindhunter. But, know. you know, it's not my decision. It's my friend David Fincher, you know, who makes that call. Right. And so for the time being, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're still on hold. But who knows? I like to hold out hope that maybe we will come back at some point. It's the best show. I'm actually so pissed. Like, that's so annoying. Everybody that I talk to loves that show. There's no reason for that to be on hold. I cannot imagine that, like, the streaming numbers were low. I feel like that, that show is so good. And your character. Character, Bill, I mean, you had the best plot line on the show. Like, literally, hands down, the best plot. Your son was so messed up. Your family life. I just loved following that. Like, that must have been so fun to play, just because it's so far-fetched, right? Look, you know, I mean, it doesn't really get any better for, for an actor than when you have a really good character, a very well-written story, and a great director. Mm. That's pretty much as good as it gets. And yeah. I had all of that on Mindhunter, mm. you know, um, uh, without, without seeming like I'm just like, you know, like prattling on. I just can't say enough about how talented a director David Pincher is. Yeah. He's just a brilliant guy. And I know that that's a word that people throw around in Hollywood. In his case, it's the right word. Mm. You know, I mean, just his, 
you know, you know, you know, his, he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of every aspect of the filmmaking process. He, he's a great storyteller. You know, he, he, you know, he just, he's a meticulous, uh, you know, perfectionist, mm-hmm. you know, you know, he, he's tireless and, 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 you know, in his, you know, you know, striving to, to make everything as good as it could possibly be. Right. So it's a real privilege to be with a guy like that. And then to be, you know, in one of the leading roles and, 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 you know, and, and to have such, such terrific writing, I mean, right. Right. It was kind of like a dream come true. So when you say you were disappointed, you know, you weren't alone. <laughs> believe me. I was disappointed, too. Exactly. You're like, really, Lauren? Good for you. But think of how I feel. No, that that makes sense. But that was one of the few shows that my husband and I could actually agree upon watching together. Um, so we both really enjoyed <laughs> it equally. So because lately it's really it's difficult for us to to find a, a show. But um, now. You have a movie coming out today called Wrath of Man. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And you played the lead in this movie. Well, 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 I, I'm the second lead. Okay. Uh, the lead is Jason Statham. And, okay. uh, uh, but, uh, but thank you. Yeah, I, it that way, you, yeah know, you are. Yeah. It seems, I mean, you, you do, you have a great role. So yeah, tell me more about that. I have a great, I have a great role. Mm-hmm. I have a great role. I'm, I'm very lucky. You know, uh, uh, Guy Ritchie is a, is a, is a really unique, really, uh, 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 interesting director to work for. I really liked Guy very much. Um, Jason is, uh, obviously, uh, one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, for me, you know, to get cast, uh, in, in, in that kind of a part, you know, with, with those two guys, uh, was, was, was very gratifying for me. And then look, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, our, uh, the terrific supporting cast that mm-hmm. we have, uh, including Scott Eastwood, uh, Josh Hartnett, Jeffrey Donovan, a wonderful Irish actress named Neve Algar, you know, really talented people, mm-hmm. you know, in, 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 in every single part. And, and, you know, and, and, and the movie is, is, is kind of fast paced and energetic and yeah. kind of an edge of your seat, kind of a thriller. So, you know, I think for people that haven't been to the movie theater for a while because of the pandemic, this is a, a great first film to bring you back to the theater. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, um, I've been to the theaters multiple times. Everyone who listens to my show and listens to me, you know, on the different shows here, they know that. I love the movie theater. I am not scared. I... I'm generally not like, you know, I'm a safe person, but I'm not like a a pussy, if you will. <laughs> Sorry to say that. I'm the same way. Yeah, where it's kind of like, yeah, all no, right. That's okay. You can say yeah. anything to me. Okay, I, thank I, you. I, I don't get offended ever. Okay, yeah. me either. <laughs> me either. Yeah. So I wanted to clarify, like, I'm safe. I believe in science, but yeah, I'm also not a pussy. Um, So yeah, I mean, I literally had my kids like on the movie theater floor, like the day it opened. They were rolling around and I was like, look, if my kids don't get COVID, then it doesn't exist. Um, No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but anyway, I Well, think... look, I've been vaccinated. So, you know, me too. Like, and, and I love the cinema. Yeah. I've always loved the cinema. That's why I chose this profession. Right. So, you know, it was and, 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 and don't get me wrong. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, I have a, a tremendous gratitude, you know, uh, to my friends at Netflix. Yes. You know, I mean, they they you know, Mindhunter was a wonderful experience and the streaming services have really changed the entertainment landscape. But yeah. it's still a, a kind of special and unique experience of going to the movie theater yes. and seeing a film. It's magical. It, it's not the same. Yes. It's magical. It is. And, you know, I've loved it since I was a boy. 
and I'm so glad that we get to do it again. I I could not agree with you more. That is exactly how I feel. You, I love the streaming services. I am grateful as well. But there's just something about seeing a movie in a theater, and that's how I. That's why I felt like I had to see a majority of the Oscar films this year in theaters. Because you know what, though, I will say. Just a side note, like Nomadland sucked in theaters, and it sucked in my house. So that actually didn't matter. But oh, a lot. But a lot know, of. Them- I haven't seen it. You know, but I but I have seen. Man. Okay. Because it was directed by my good friend David Fincher. Right. And, yeah. uh, uh, and, and, and let me just say, because you brought Mindhunter up in this conversation. Yes. My director of photography on Mindhunter, a very talented man named Eric Messerschmidt, okay. won the Academy Award. For best cinematography for me, yes, and, yes, and I was so happy wow. for him. I felt like I won. Oh my that, gosh! I mean, because it just couldn't happen to a nicer guy. It couldn't happen to a more deserving guy. So you know, uh, wow. uh, uh, Eric, you know, if you're listening to this, congratulations, buddy. That's so you, dude. I think you are such an incredible guy. You are like so complimentary and happy for other people. And that just makes me happy because what I, this is the way I feel about you, right? I think that you are so amazing and you are so, you have such an incredible career. You have such a presence in every role that you have on screen. Now, I, I don't know where you studied. I don't know if this is like a natural talent that you have, right? Cause there is a difference. You just, you have the, you have the it factor, right? You have it. You, you've had this, this amazing career, but yet I, I also feel like you can walk down the street and you're not bothered 24 seven. Am I, am I right on that? You're, you're, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. And yeah. you know, um, uh, and I really, I really appreciate that. And look, you know, um, uh, it's true that I'm, I'm often complimentary of my colleagues, but you know, think about who it is that I'm getting to work with. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> when, when, when you're talking about, you know, you know, people like, you know, people like David Fincher, you know, you know, uh, and Guy Ritchie, mm-hmm. you know, I did a film recently for the great uh, Mexican director, Guillermo del Toro, whose last film, The Shape of Water, won the Academy Award for Best Picture. I'm in pretty yeah. good company. Right. No, and, you know, and it's and it's, you, you know, it's easy to be complimentary when you're when you're working with guys that are the best in the world mm-hmm. at what they do. Yeah. And, you know, and, and 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 I appreciate what you said about about me, you know, and, 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 and what I do, you know, I've always believed that as, uh, you know, the most important thing for an actor is that he, is that he continue to grow and improve. Yeah. So you're a little better this year than what you were last year. Right. You know, you're, you're going to be a little better next year than you are right now because you're continuing to learn. You're continuing to evolve right. as an artist. And if you can do that, then there will continue to be a place for you in the business. Mm. You know what I mean? You just, you just, you just have to, you, you know, you have to have that mindset. And, um, and so, you know, uh, I, I feel like, like, like I, I, I've, I've accomplished that. You know, I look back sometimes, yes. you know, we live in a world where, you know, you know, things get rerun over and over and, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll be flicking through the channels and I'll see something that I did 25 years ago. <laughs> That's I'll be so like, oh funny. my God, I remember <laughs> this movie. Yeah. And sometimes I'm struck by the fact of, wow, I've learned a lot. Yes. No. That, you know, that's you know? funny because yeah. that that what you just said, it kind of goes with everything in life. You should always try to 
to get better. You should always try to evolve. And that that is just so funny to me that you'll <laughs> you'll stumble across something that you did. But no, you you're incredible. You you really command the screen. And I I'm always so impressed with you when I when I watch you um, in movies. Now, did your dad? I know he was a Tony Award winning producer. Did he um did he help you? Does he give you any advice? Did he like you know sort of shape sort of who you were as an actor at all? Well, look, you know, uh, both of my parents were actors. They were Broadway right. actors. Yes. Uh, my father obviously, you know, uh, became a producer, won a Tony Award. My mother was nominated for a, for, for a Tony Award. So I grew up in the business. So cool. You know, um, but to be honest with you, if I had to choose, you know, who, you know, uh, was really my role model, mm-hmm. um, it's it was my my mother more than my dad. Okay. And I know that might sound like an odd thing to say, be considering to the kind of parts that I've often played in my career. <laughs> but you know, uh, but my 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 mother was a uh, uh, an extraordinary performer. Uh, Julie mm-hmm. Wilson was her name. You know, she yeah. was a, a wonderful uh, singer who made 21 albums over the course of her long career and starred on Broadway and many shows and wow. and, and and did films in Hollywood. And 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 she was really somebody who was very dedicated to her work and yeah. somebody uh, for whom her work was was so important that that I grew up always watching her it was almost like an endless rehearsal in my house yeah you know what I mean she was always That's studying, so cool. always vocalizing always practicing. oh my gosh and and I got to watch that close up and it instilled in me a kind of a, a work ethic that I've tried you know to maintain you know throughout my professional career it's nothing against my dad. You know, I love my dad, but my dad was mm-hmm. more one of those sort of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, like, like, like rakish Irishman, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, who had a lot of charm and drank yeah. too much and was a great Irish. storyteller. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But not, not, not as disciplined. Of course, of course. And I, yeah. you know what, though, that is probably why they had a great marriage and made really good parents to you because they were so opposite. Now, I have FOMO thinking about your household. I feel like I, I wish I was like your sister or something. I feel like I would have loved to grow up in a house like that. But hold, I am out of time. Okay, that was Holt. And Wrath of Man is in theaters now. Go see it. I saw it. You know me. I love any excuse to go to the movie theater. It's very entertaining. And I think you'll all be pleased. It's just one of those movies that keeps you on the edge of your seat. So hopefully I can get Holt in the studio at some point for a video podcast or something. And we can take a picture and I'll be so happy. Um, anyway, you guys know the drill. Please leave me a nice review or a rating if you like this podcast. Or even shoot me a note, lauren.conlin at wabcradio.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.